Welcome to the Honeypot Podcast for Sweet Conversations. I'm your host, Carmen Hendricks, and I took the lid off the pot today for another special guest. Today, we have the beautiful and talented Miss Alethea Dijon. Now, before we get started, I want to ask you to please take the time to subscribe to the podcast now available on several outlets, including iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. By subscribing, you too can join us in the pot weekly and receive notifications for all things Honey Pot. Now, let me go ahead and introduce today's guest. Alethea Dijon is an author, advocate, and entrepreneur who was born in San Diego, California to a military man and an interior designer. She was raised in the metro Atlanta area and attended Georgia State University. On November the 11th, 2011, Alethea Dijon was diagnosed with systemic lupus erythematosus, or simply put, lupus. Becoming a single mother, she began the real fight for her life through different treatments, including chemotherapy drugs and clinical trials. She needed to find a way to cope. She turned to her passion. Always a writer at heart, from poetic lines to lyrics, she always had a pen in her hand or nearby. With the appreciation of books, she realized that it was time for her to pen her very own story. In the hope to help others, she was determined to find a way out of this life-threatening contract that was given so prematurely. And she began searching for a loophole. In doing so, she found seven. Alethea Dijon is now ready to share her loopholes and what she used to overcome the odds with living with lupus and life to everyone. Welcome to the pot, Alethea. We're so happy to have you. Hi, I am Alethea Dijon. I'm so thankful that you invited me to come on your show. We are happy to have you. Now, you live in Atlanta and you currently have three businesses. You've written a book, you have a blog, and then also you have the loophole lifestyle. Tell us what the loophole lifestyle is all about. Okay, so it actually stemmed from my book because my book is entitled Loophole, Overcoming the Odds Living with Lupus. And so I started to think about what that meant to me, a loophole, getting out of a bad contract, getting out of bad situations but I wanted it to be a lifestyle. Anytime we hit different difficult situations in life, we need to figure out a way out. So I made it a lifestyle on anytime you come up to adversities or anything like that in your life, you should be able to figure it out, figure a way out so you can keep living and keep moving. And so that's what loophole lifestyle is all about. And within loophole lifestyle, us figuring life out just like everybody else. Um, there's different services that are included in that loophole lifestyle. What is it like living with lupus and how have you overcome some of the obstacles that you've had to face? How did you discover that you had lupus? Okay, I'll, I'll answer the last question about how I discovered um, that I had lupus. I was really tired. I was falling asleep driving at the wheel. Um, I actually had the rash on my face, which is called the but a, a butterfly rash. It didn't look like a butterfly. I went to the doctor so many times and they couldn't think of what it was or what they could diagnose me with until I started putting in all my symptoms just on Google and it kept coming back that you have lupus. And so I said, well, 
I asked my doctor, can you check my blood for lupus? And she did that. And it did come back um, speckled pattern, which means that I in fact had lupus. And so a day in a life with a person that deals with lupus is different every day, just like for most people. Um, I could say, I know a lot of people right now are getting sick with the flu. So lupus is like having the flu, but 10 times worse. Um, you get fatigued very quickly, like walking up the stairs, you can get very tired, uh, joint pain, rashes. Um, and I have systemic lupus where it actually affects every system in my body. So right now, like I have a heart condition as well as a lung condition. So I have to actually treat myself like a baby. Like I have to take care of myself in other words. And so I had to keep trying to figure out how I could get out of lupus. Like they gave me this, they gave me this life-threatening contract. Like here you go, you have this illness. And I had no idea what to do. So I had to try to figure out ways how I could get out of that so that I could live my life as normal as possible. So that is why another reason why I came up with Lupo Lifestyle. So that explains your beautiful logo. Um, oh, the butterfly. <laughs> yes. When my very first time looking at your logo, I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. And now I understand mm -hmm. that logo. Is the butterfly something that happens to most people? Um, the butterfly rash does appear on most people, um, and it does go away, as you can see. I don't have it today, but there's certain lacerations that will stay. But once I had that, everything that people may look at as bad happening to me, I look at the good. So I do look at the butterfly as something, something so beautiful, you know, created by God. And then I always translate our life stages to the butterfly. Are you a caterpillar? Are you in the cocoon? Are you staying stuck in the cocoon? Do you want to get out of the cocoon and fly? And once you're flying, are you going to fly higher and elevate and elevate and elevate? And so I actually am grateful for it because I dug deep into the understanding of how the butterfly works. And I was able to write my book off of that because a lot of people don't know when the caterpillar is actually in the cocoon and it's in the chrysalis, it actually becomes clear. And a lot of people don't know that. And I, I took that as I need to be transparent about who I am to help other people. And I became so transparent and I said so much in my book. But after I wrote it and people were giving their testimonials after they read it, they're like, this has helped me so much because I share seven ways out of life's daily obstacles. We all have anxiety, we all have issues that we're gonna continuously have, but how are we gonna deal with them? How are we gonna cope with them? and not just cope with them, but how are we gonna heal from them? So that's what a lot of my coaching is about because many people come to me for business. They're like, I wanna open a business. But then when, they're, when they get with me, it's not even about the business. It's about where are you at in the stage of your life? Where are you trying to fly to? And we start peeling back all those different layers and it's really, really fun. I love what I do. Um, it's just encouraging. And I'm like, I'm kind of grateful that I had a diagnosis, but what I try to tell people is don't wait for a diagnosis to live. Don't wait for a diagnosis to get healthy and to eat better. So use me as an example. Don't look at, oh, poor girl, she's got this illness that she has to deal with every day. Because I don't just have one, I have five autoimmune diseases. And so it is, I take it day by day, and sometimes I take it hour by hour. So your symptoms are very similar to the symptoms that um, 
we see in just to kind of put it in perspective for other people, this mm -hmm. is similar to what we see in Tony Braxton. Yes. Okay. My diagnosis is very close to hers. Like her heart um, condition she has as well. I have that as well. But then I have several other ones that I have to deal with. And a lot of people, they can look at you and say, well, you don't look sick. And I'm like, well, my blood levels will show that. My internal organs will show that. So it is difficult for people to understand because they're like, oh, you look so great. So you're really not sick. So they don't take it seriously. But last 2016, I had a stroke. Mm -hmm. You know, I have had blood clots. But those are the things that you don't have to show every person for them to get it or understand it. And I'm like, I want you to see that I'm still living. And that's why I said overcoming the odds living with lupus because I'm living. I'm not going to just crawl up in a ball and say, oh, woe is me but I want to live. And so I try to impart that onto other people about just live. There's nothing like living, you know? So that's part of the Lupo lifestyle. I love this, this, the title of your book. The, t the title of your book is Loophole, but it's spelled L-U-P-E-H-O-L-E. -E. How did you come up with that? What was your, well, we know your inspiration behind it was lupus, but how did you come up with that? Um, that title, and how have people approached you in regards to the title of your book? Well, when I looked up the word loophole, you know, it means to get out of something. And a lot of times people look at loopholes in contracts. And that's what I felt. But I felt like they gave me a life-threatening contract and I just signed it. I just accepted it. I didn't read the terms or the agreement. I just signed it. And a lot of times in life, we just accept things or what people give us and we don't analyze it we don't look at the fine print and at that point in time i was like oh i got lupus okay what do i do to get out of this what do i do to keep living so i kept i started to find loopholes and just like any attorney knows you can get out of any contract so now i don't feel like i'm in the contract of having lupus it's something that i have it doesn't really have me and i'm in control of it I'm in control of my health, my eating habits, my sleeping uh, schedule that I've created for myself, the supplements I take, the um, essential oils that help me get out of it if I'm having a flare. So people will say, wow, that, that's so, that sounds so amazing, a loophole, like I need a loophole. And so I'm like, you can use these same loopholes that I've used to get out of lupus in any situation in life. And so I just, I just, try to help people understand you're in a situation temporarily it's up to you if you want to get out of it or not and so i have a big attorney and he's helped me get out of everything and so he's one of my biggest loopholes and i'm going to continuously use that anytime something comes up either big or small and it's been very encouraging to other people which in turn is encouraging to me someone can come to me with a very simple issue and I'll say, oh, well, have you tried this? And they're like, no. And it gets you through. Like one of my daily loopholes that I use is music. I was a songwriter, I've always been a writer, but music is like one of my number one passions. And if I notice I'm feeling kind of down, I'm gonna play some upbeat music. That was my loophole to get me through that, that mode and that mood, you know? And so it could be something simple um, as communication can be a loophole. Like we're talking right now. I didn't have to drive to Miami to see you. Right. <laughs> but we're getting something done. And we're, you know, and 
we have so many loopholes all, all around us. We just have to find them and use them. And so that's just kind of where the inspiration came from. I just need to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And we can get out of everything if we find the right proper loophole to use. So that's where um, it came from. <laughs> you said two things that I would love to touch on. The first thing is um, you talk about music. And of course, I love music. And I know if you, you've seen some of the podcasts, so we're going to get to that later. <laughs> <What's another laughs> part? I want to know what's on your playlist. But then another thing that you mentioned was even though these were loopholes that you found to help you get through lupus, these are things that everyone can use in everyday life. And when I was doing some research on you, I, I read some of the reviews for your book. Oh. <laughs> and that is what was said, that this book could be used in everyday life for, you know, other situations. And yeah. I'm, I'm very glad that, that you said that because it brought it to mind. I didn't even think about that, you know. Mm-hmm. So everyone... You can get this book, even if you are not suffering from anything, you're suffering from something going on in your life. And so get this book and look at the loopholes. I definitely plan on getting a copy for myself, as well as a cousin of mine who has recently um, diagnosed with lupus. I love these type of inspirational stories where people are able to fight through it and fight back and show the world that this is not going to take me. Having said that, what would you say is your superpower? My superpower is my heart. I have tried to be strong and fight it and sometimes even change my heart, but my heart is never going to change. How I care for people, how I love hard for people, that's who I am and I've accepted it. People could say, oh, she's just always doing stuff for everybody else and you're doing this for free or, you know, I've heard so much backlash from after writing the book, but that's who I am. That is my superpower. My heart and love for people will always be there um, to help other people get through. So that's me. Now, you, you've said that, so I want to make sure that everyone knows that pretty soon you will be doing transformation workshops. And so yeah. we want to direct people to your website, alethiadijon.com. I'll make sure that I post it in the description so that you can not only discover your loophole, but master your transformation. It also, you also have a workbook. So can you talk to us about that? So I had a uh, vision board party November last year, and I said, I wanted to do a workbook to go along with the vision board because we can look at the vision every day, all day, and it motivates us. But are you willing to put in the work to get to that vision and what you put on the board? And so in the workbook, I have it mapped out for you quarterly, just like any business would. What are your objectives what are your goals and how are you going to get there but more importantly what are the things that are going to stop you from reaching it if you can analyze those and you can see hey this might be a potential obstacle how are you going to overcome that so that you can keep going and that workbook will do that for you and i have it laid out in that type of format so and i'm very real like you might have a a a loved one die how are you going to deal with that You may have a loss of income or something that major, and that might deter you or that might even uh, put you on a pause or become paralyzed in your feeling about meeting your goals. 
What are you going to do? So that's where loophole lifestyle comes in. We're going to help you get through it so that you can get to your vision and you can live. So the workbook is just, it's very detailed. Some of it is kind of, it can be overwhelming, but that's why you have someone to walk you through it and to have an accountability partner and say, hey, how are you feeling today? Do you need anything from me today? Have you reached any of your goals yet? And if not, what are your daily goals? What are your weekly goals? What are your quarterly goals? And by the end of this year, and you see January 2019, you're going to look back and say, wow, I did it because I had action behind my words and I had a support system. And the support system is definitely one of my biggest loopholes. And so I think the workbook is definitely a must to go along with a vision board. If you don't have a vision board, create a vision notebook, something so you can see it because we're visual people. And so I do have that available on ebook. Like I can just email it to people, you know, because people need it right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to succeed in something, maybe not financially, but maybe just in relationships. Maybe they want to succeed by just being a better person. That workbook will help them do that. Now you have a poetry background as well. I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a poetry background too. I, I I wrote poetry for many, 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 many years. I started out writing poetry. What mm-hmm. made you decide to transition from poetry into an actual book? You know what? Poetry is like my first love as well. That's how I got into music. Um, and I'm, it's so funny you said that. You see how excited I got. I'm actually mm-hmm. about to do something with my poetry again. And I just feel like when you give your words to the world, you release them from yourself. And in turn, that helps someone. And a lot of people are living with lupus. It's about uh, 1.4 million people just in America alone living with lupus. And I'm like, well, something's not right. Somebody needs to talk about this. And I had to write it out, release it to the world because it became so therapeutic. And I, be- I accepted it now and on my own terms okay, I have lupus, but I wanted other people to understand what it was like because you hear about cancer all day, but I felt like we weren't getting the support that we needed. And I said, you know what? I'm ready to tell my story. And a lot of people don't know it until they read the book. The book is not just about lupus. One of my biggest loopholes, one of my first loopholes that I found was self-love through abusive marriage and just different relationships. I wasn't properly loving myself. So me loving myself made me take care of myself better. And I can sit here today with you and say that I'm in remission. Because I have found that loophole. Mm -hmm. So I had to write it out in a book form so people could see the story and they can understand it. But I am going to get back on my poetry game. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. It's good to be able to um, to write what you're feeling. So, and, you know, a lot of people don't get it, especially if they don't have a poetry background. They don't yeah. get it. You know, those words, they just, they take on a life of their own. And it's like, you just enter a whole new world, you yeah, know? You so I, I definitely agree with you. Now, I have one another question, and this one is related to, to lupus. And it's just because I, actually didn't know that this happened Mm -hmm. you went through different treatments one of those treatments was chemotherapy 
Yeah. Why did they take you through chemotherapy um, for lupus? I, I honestly, I just thought it was designated for cancer. Okay, so what lupus is it? The easiest way for me to always explain it is that my immune system is attacking itself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So everything with us is kind of backwards. For instance, we need vitamin D, but we're not allowed to be in the sun. So it's backwards. Um, a lot of people, when they get sick, they start taking echinacea to boost their immune system. But we don't need to boost ours. We need to suppress it so that we don't get sick. So they decided to try chemotherapy where I didn't do radiation type of uh, chemotherapy. I was doing chemotherapy through a pill. And it does help a lot of people. For me, I wanted to get off of it. So they took me off the pill form and then they put me on the injection form. And when I got on the injection form, I was throwing up a lot. I did have some loss of hair, um, just sick every day. I wouldn't wish that for no one. Um, and so I told them, I said, look, I can't do this anymore. And they're like, well, see what you could do on your own. And I said, okay. I didn't really have to ask their permission, but I did. And I started eating better. I became a pescatarian. A lot of people are like, what is that? I only eat fish and seafood. I don't, I no longer eat meat mm-hmm. because that's what works for me. Um, and like I said, stated before, I have to keep my stress down. I have to get my sleep. I have to laugh. I have to just enjoy life. My mental ability to change that thinking of I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life has also helped where it's like, I'm 20 something years old and you guys are putting me on chemo. I just couldn't bear with that. And I didn't want my child to keep seeing me sick. So I had to fight and fight and fight. So they allowed me to get off. And then all of the work that I put in and I, and I did, they're like, well, whatever you did, your blood results are showing you're in remission. That's wonderful. So I, I took charge of it. But that, uh, those are the reasons why they put a patient with lupus on chemo to reverse things in them as far as their blood work and things like that. So it's a temporary fix, but that's all it is. And I, anytime someone comes to me that has lupus and they're recommending it, I tell them, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. I'm not a doctor, but I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, it, and it, it was very confusing for me when they told me they needed to, you know, put me on a new treatment. And then there was another treatment they were going to give me and it cost thousands of dollars each month. And so what another advocate part that I do is help other people uh, find better solutions in their medications um, at low cost if they're not able to afford them. Um, I would never tell anybody, oh, just get off all your medications. That's not what I'm saying. But I can sit here and say that I take two pills a day instead of 30 every day like I was, Mm. you know. So I think a lot of it has to do with education and researching and knowing that we are, no one is created the same, that we all have our own blueprint, we all have our own fingerprints, that we have to figure it out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the root of it. You know, if you're getting a cold, what is the root of it? Were you eating properly? Were you around someone sick? Were you taking care of yourself? You know, and so when you look at the root of the problem, then you can solve the problem, you know? I believe eating healthy really does solve a lot of our problems. I'm an advocate for eating healthy. I'm an advocate for exercise. Um, I, for a long time, stopped eating 
um, beef and pork. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of chicken, got sick mm -hmm. of turkey. I don't necessarily like fish. <laughs> yeah. I was vegan for a little while because I um I just kind of needed to clean clean my body, cleanse my body. So I definitely understand where you're coming from and I can see the health benefits because you feel mm -hmm. completely different mm -hmm. when you're just, you know, especially if you eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. Mm -hmm. It's so refreshing. You feel refreshed. You know, you yeah. don't feel heavy and bogged down. So I completely agree with you on that. Now, let me ask you one, another question. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say one more because I actually have a few more. Um, <laughs> okay. You have a music background, which is so near and dear to my heart. You have a poetry yeah. background. So having said that, what would be a good theme song for your life? Oh, wow. A good thing. I know one's ever asked me that. <laughs> for my life? I write songs all day. I'm thinking about my own songs. Um, the Essence of Who I Am. I know you know that song by Alicia Keys, Butterflies. Mm -hmm. Because it's titled Butterflies, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a, I am a hopeless romantic type of woman. And I love that song. Like, I think that would fit me. People will hear that and be like, that's her. That's totally her. Um, and just showing that love actually you know, can triumph over anything. It can. I agree with that too. <laughs> so. What would you say success, this is a question I ask everyone. What would you say success looks like to you? That's a good question. Um, I'm, and a lot of people don't know my, my actual career background is in finance, um, wealth management. And a lot of times people think financially, oh, I'm successful. I have all the money, so I'm successful. So that's never it for me. Um, but transcending to a higher me is success. Where that's why I tell you, like, yeah, I'm a butterfly. I'm already flying, but I want to fly higher and higher and higher. Where just in this year alone, I've realized what patience means. I feel successful now. Um, I realize what acceptance means. I'm more successful and um, I've gotten a lot of other feedback about my book and they're like do you feel like you're a successful author are you the number one bestseller and all that and becoming an author most of the time people purchase that title <laughs> now that I know now that, <laughs> now now that I know now that I know and so what made me to myself a bestseller was after someone read my book and they said, I applied what you said and it has changed my life. That makes me a bestseller. That makes me a successful author. It wasn't about the numbers. It wasn't about how many pages were read in turn, but did it impact? Did it change? Did it help someone's life? Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say like, that has made me feel more success than anything in the world as of right now um it was my second baby <laughs> and you know a little girl came up to me and she was like are you a real author and i was like yes then you can be too and she was like i want to be and i was like okay let's do it and she was about nine or ten that's success to show someone else that you can do something and i literally did not spend one dollar 
on becoming an author mm-hmm. of my own money. You did it the right way. A lot of people feel that they have to have money to get something done. And to be honest with you, I opened a GoFundMe account and I did a campaign and I said, I want to tell my story. Will you all help me? And I was like, no one's going to help me. But I had to have some faith because that's also a loophole. And money started coming in. Every time I got discouraged to stop writing, money came in. I was able to do the photo shoot and do the editing and do the publishing and all of that because other people believed in the story. So just as much as they believed in me, I had to give that to them. They, they, I owed that to them. And so once I got those reviews, I was just like, oh my gosh, like they really love my story. So now I'm writing my second book <laughs> and it's also loophole, but it's loophole combating financial hardships and winning because we all deal with financial hardships. We all wanna um, get better at our finances and me working in wealth management and I'm also a life insurance agent. Um, I do a lot of things in finance. I wanna help other people to get their portfolios together. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just their regular budgets. That's really another, pa- I have a lot of passions. <laughs> <laughs> I just like helping people to achieve what they want. Mm-hmm. And me being able to do that, that is success to me. It really is. Well, that is wonderful. And <laughs> really it is because you don't have too many people who have such a big heart that are that are willing to help others. You know, it's always kind of what can I get for it or what can you do for me? You know, you know mm-hmm. how a lot of people are in this day and age. So now mm-hmm. um we've reached the part in the show where I ask what's in the honey pot. And <laughs> as I said before. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I find out what you're listening to. What's on your music playlist? Oh my goodness. And even if it's one of your songs, just tell us a couple of your lyrics. We're okay with that. <laughs> What's in my honey pot? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to have to come on another entry. You know that, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> because I, I'm so honest with myself now. I have like, there's like three sides to me, right? Okay. I have a playlist and it is so ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, you're this author and you're listening to Cardi B. Yes, I am because she motivates me. There's I listen to that. a lot of that. I listen to a lot of old school too, but it's 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 so eclectic. My playlist right now, and what I do first thing in the morning after I pray and all that, I'm like, okay, let me put some music on because it gets me going. So uh, I got two chains in there. I got a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm in Atlanta. Come on, you know, right? But I, I'm a I'm a big fan of two chains. So. I'm feeling kind of like, oh, how's this day going? I know it's about to go good now because uh, I got him playing. Uh, <laughs> big, you know that song, Big Amounts? If you woke up this morning, you already winning. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's, he's definitely like in my playlist first thing in the morning. <laughs> but, yeah, we got to work. Me and you got to work. I know, I know. Okay, so yeah, you got to come back. I'm listening now. I'm not playing. You got to come back. I'm Okay, my word for the year is committed. If I say I'm going to do something, I stay committed to it. Okay. So (laughs) where we, um, I do my Carmenism before we say goodbye. Um, 
and I'll do my carmenism and then I'll ask you um, to give us your final words and how we can reach you. Okay. So, my carmenism for today is good days begin with good thoughts. It's up to you to make it happen. Decide on what kind of day you want today. I love that. Thank you. So, do you have any last words for our viewers and listeners? Um, I just always leave off with my quote. Once you're a butterfly, you cannot get back into the cocoon. And you've never seen that happen. So once you're out and you're flying, just keep flying. Um, there's always a way out. There's always a loophole you can find and use to get out of those tough situations and circumstances. And just keep flying. And come fly with me. Come fly with me, AlethiaDijon.com. And everything, all social media handlers is AlethiaDijon. So that's a beautiful quote i'm gonna make sure that i <laughs> i put that in there too so we are so happy to have you um, we're happy that you came on the show we were looking forward to having you back on the show very very soon <laughs> i need to come to miami <laughs> come on you can come on down to miami i'm always telling people to come on down to miami <laughs> Come on. It's nice and warm, not too cold, not too hot. It's perfect right now. Okay. So thank you so much for coming. Say goodbye to everyone. Bye. Thank you so much, Carmen and the honey pot. Thank you for coming on down to the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I want to thank our audience for taking the time to listen to the Honey Pot Podcast today. I'm your host, Carmen Hendricks. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and like us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram using the handle at Honeypot Podcast. You can also find me at CarmenHendricks.com. That does it for today's show. I'm putting the lid back on the pot. We'll see you next time. Bye.